Hey, I'm Casey Stone, and I am a lover and an encourager of people. Come on, that's you. I know this faith message is going to help you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, family, I'm Casey Stone. Will you take just a minute and hit the subscribe button? Come on, you might as well. You're already watching every week. I <laughs> see you coming back. Oh, and turn on your notifications. It helps me know who I'm talking to. Thank you. <laughs> Did you know that the devil is the master? He's the master at reminding us of our failures. <laughs> he tries to replace any chance that he gets. He tries to replace our spiritual freedom with spiritual guilt. Come on. And when the enemy can get us to a place of spiritual guilt, it makes us scared to talk to God. Come on, you don't feel worthy. We don't feel like we can talk to God. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Come on, maybe I'm the only one, I hope not. <laughs> the enemy doesn't want you communicating with your creator <clears throat> and he'll do anything to stop you. Why? Because Hebrews chapter four and verse 16 says that we can come boldly to the throne of grace, say grace, yeah, we can come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and help in time of need. The throne of grace. The word grace here in the Greek, in the original text, is charis, which is the blessing that Jesus brought to mankind. Charis, the blessing that Jesus brought to mankind. What's the blessing that Jesus brought to us? What's that blessing? It's the blessing that God promised Abraham back in Genesis chapter 15. The blessing of righteousness, right? Because Abraham believed. <laughs> so good. The Bible says that Abraham believed and God accounted it to him as righteousness. Woo, come to the throne of the promise of righteousness. Come to the throne of righteousness. Woo! So of course the enemy doesn't want you to communicate with your creator because even when you make mistakes, even when you've done wrong, come on, even when it seems like you deserve to be in a place of spiritual guilt, God says, come to the throne and let me remind you of your righteousness. Come on, the throne of grace. Come on, the throne of the promise of righteousness. <laughs> God's not reminding you of your failure. He's reminding you of your right standing with him. Come on, that's good. That's good. Romans 8, 1 says, now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's you. <laughs> Step into that place. What does that mean? It means that when we put our faith, our confidence in Jesus to forgive our sins, God clothes us with righteousness, adopting us as his own child. Come on. And now he, God, forever loves us with the same love that he loves Jesus with. Is that not beautiful? Come on, that should put us in a place of confidence. That's so good. When God looks at us, he sees us as he sees Jesus. <laughs> That's grace. That's grace. I have to share this with you. Acts chapter 22 and verse 17. <clears throat> it says, now it happened 
when I returned to Jerusalem, this is Paul giving an account uh, of his experience with the Lord. He says he was praying in the temple and then he was in a trance. Verse 18 says that he saw him, the Lord saying, make haste and get out of Jerusalem quickly for they will not receive your testimony concerning me. Look at his answer. (laughs) He said, Lord, they know that in every synagogue I imprisoned and beat those who believed on you. And when the blood of Stephen, your martyr Stephen, when his blood was shed, I was standing by and consenting to his death, right? He said, I was guarding the clothes. I was holding the coats of those people that were killing him. What did, what did he do in, in that scripture? What did Saul, Paul do in that scripture? He was finding himself in a place of spiritual guilt and had poured out his heart to God from that place, from the place of spiritual guilt. We've all been there before. Come on, but listen to this, my favorite part. I love the Lord's response. The Lord said, verse 21, the Lord said, depart from me for I will send you far from here to the Gentiles. What, what? Lord, did you hear me? Come on. He's like, God, did you hear even a word that I said? Is this registering with you? I was holding the clothes while Stephen was being martyred. I've killed everybody that said they loved you. Why are you not hearing me? Right? I did this. I did that. Surely you remember this. And you know what God's response was? Okay, okay, okay. And when you get to the Gentiles, (laughs) is that not awesome? Come on. How many times has God asked us to do something or entrusted us with something or had a uh, uh, something for us to do, right? And we don't do it because the enemy has reminded us of our past mistakes. Wow. What do we do? We respond to God from a place of spiritual guilt. And you know what God's answer to you always will be? Okay, okay, okay. And when you get there, When you get to the place that I need you to go, come on. This is a perfect example of the grace of God for you. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Come on, come boldly to the place that God has given us access to so that he can remind you not of your failures, not of your past, but so he can remind you of the promise that Jesus brought to mankind, your righteousness, your righteousness. Is this not good? Man, you've got this. Keep going. I'm so proud of you. Come on, no condemnation for you. No condemnation. I love you so much. Yes, you. And I'll see you next week. God bless you.